Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 5, Chapter 56. Gabriele was greatly distressed by this terrible conflict, although the bystanders spoke to him and encouraged him to remain strong. The temptation continued to press about him until he was bathed in sweat through anguish of mind and bodily weakness. And so his friends decided to send word to Philip. The patient was wonderfully refreshed at seeing him, and with the encouragement of that great man, called on the holy name of Jesus several times, together with him, with no difficulty of speech. My Jesus, he cried, my love, my spouse. After saying that, Gabriele complained to Philip, along with his friends, about the difficult struggle which he had endured from the devil's hands for nearly an hour. But being... Now happy, he began again to cry out a little later, Oh, Father, help your son. I have the same difficulty as before in pronouncing the holy name of Jesus. When he said that, Philip prayed earnestly for him, and he was quickly freed from the affliction and again called out the name of Jesus, speaking freely and quite clearly as he gazed at the crucifix. His mind was put at rest, but now Satan who had been unable to overcome him through the temptations we have mentioned, tried again to overthrow and destroy him under the appearance of lack of faith. He represented the articles of our religion to him in such a way that he put him apparently in doubt of the faith, and moreover suggested to him that he would after all recover from that illness. He was deeply troubled by these things and revealed this new deceit of the devil to Philip, asking for his help to recover the peace of mind he had lost and to be able to defeat the devil. Philip said to him, despise these diabolical wiles, despise them, just say, I believe, I believe. He repeated these words several times along with the Holy Father, but he still thought himself to be in doubt about the articles of faith and called out again, Father, give me some assistance. I am in trouble. Don't let me perish. Philip was moved by these words, and his heart burned with charity towards him. He spoke to the bystanders and then to the sick man, telling them to recite the Apostles' Creed aloud, and that if he were unable to do so with his lips, he should try to recite it in his heart along with the others. Then he gave himself again to prayer, and immediately the whole of that devilish attempt came to nothing, to the great consolation of the dying man. He gasped a little as he was freed from Satan's bonds, and then abused the devil with a clear mind in these words, I will believe despite you, whether you like it or not, I will believe. I reject you, I will be faithful to my God as long as I live. He said this, as the bystanders were just finishing the Apostles' Creed and lay peacefully, free from that trouble, 
although his body was exhausted by the strength he had expended in combat with the devil. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Notice Philip's advice when the attack on his faith comes. When the attack comes to doubt that he actually believes, that he doubts the articles of the faith, Philip does not reason with him. He doesn't try to argue with him about why the articles of the faith, that is, the, the sections of the Apostles' Creed, the 12 articles, the 12 main truths that are taught by the Apostles' Creed. Philip doesn't argue for them. He doesn't try to convince him from Scripture. He prays for him. And then he tells Gabriele to despise these temptations. Despise them. Ignore them. And then he wants him to use his will and not his understanding. To just say, I believe. Using his will to turn away from these things, to ignore them, and in its place to choose to say, I believe. I believe. And he repeated these words. Now, that doesn't immediately make the temptation go away, but that's the first step. Okay, to use our will, not our understanding. The second thing Philip is doing is Philip is telling him to ignore any kinds of attacks on the articles that the devil comes back with. So the devil comes back and he still feels the doubt about the faith, the articles of faith. And Philip then just tells others, recite the Apostles' Creed. In other words, don't reason with the devil, ignore him, and then make a general act of faith. Okay, just repeat the Apostles' Creed. It's a general act of faith. You don't have to go into very specific things. That's the essential act of faith you need to make. Make that. Make the essential act of faith. And then he prays for him again. He prays for him again. And the temptation passes. But notice what's in the background. Before this temptation comes upon him, Gabriele was gazing at the crucifix. The presence of the crucifix gives us really the, the key to overcoming these temptations against faith the devil puts us under. Especially when we're suffering, we are told by other spiritual writers, keep your eyes fixed on Christ crucified. Keep your eyes on Christ crucified. Use your will, not your understanding. Ignore any kind of direct arguments of the devil. 
make a general act of faith and keep your eyes on the crucified one. That's the main advice that we can draw from what St. Philip does with Gabriele here. But notice that Gabriele is a little bit off. Again, instead of fixing his eyes on the crucifix at the end, he starts talking to the devil. He starts taunting him. If we're going to talk to the devil, it should be very simply, get behind me, Satan. But Gabriele has to kind of boast a bit. He's always got to speak when the temptation passes. He's always got to get a little bit full of himself. And so he's not fully ready to die. And so the temptations are going to go on a little bit longer. So let's ask the Lord tonight to help us remember this advice when we face our death, but also to not always have to have the last word. It's okay not to have the last word in our, with our family, with our friends, with arguments. Let's pray for the grace to be humble, to think little of ourselves, so that we can keep our minds fixed on Christ crucified. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.